All right, so welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Mark, the number one stock market show on Spotify and one of the most popular market updates on YouTube. And in this show, we are going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. And today is Wednesday, January 11th already. And uh, the, the stock market had a choppy start to, to yesterday's session, but then at some point buyers pulled through and uh, in the end we had a three-day win streak for the Nasdaq. The S&P 500 is now 2% for the year and trading above its 50-day moving average. So what's next and most importantly how are we trading the markets? By the way, this is your first time here. I'm Marcus Hardcutter. This super smart guy over there is my head coach Mark Hodge and we are real traders who trade live accounts. So therefore we got a lot of trading experience and we're showing you how we trade these crazy markets. So trust me, we know our stuff and we're not afraid to tell you like it is. So if you're looking for some honest insights into the fascinating world of trading, you are in the right place. And God, it is really fascinating what's going on here right now. Right, Mark? It really is. There's this battle between the bulls and the bears. But uh, what that really means is that we're trading in these smaller ranges and we might have a little bit of a push and then pullbacks taking place um, in a, an interesting start to the year. Yeah. So, I mean, we're up and this is where uh, we, we talked about it in uh, an earlier show uh, earlier this week that there's this this five day indicator, which basically says if the market is up in the first five days of trading, usually it's up 83% of the time for the remainder of the year, uh, for an average of uh, what, around 14%. And I'll, I'll take that, that, I, that's a, that would be a solid uh, start or year for 2023 after the dismal performance that we had in 2022. Uh, Marcus, you did mention that the NASDAQ's on a three-day win streak. That's the first since November. And if we close higher today, that would be a four-day win streak, which is the first since September. So it's been a while. Yeah, so we'll see. And I mean, it all started last week with the jobs report, uh, where, I mean, the jobs report wasn't that good, but the average hourly earnings came in lower than expected. And this is where everybody got excited about this. And uh, so right now we have a little bit of a follow through. And if you go back to the S&P, the S&P right now battling with the 50 day moving average. And then the next battle will be with the 200 day moving average. So we are right now stuck in between these two moving averages, trading above the 50 day and below the 200 day moving average. And not much on the economic calendar right now that could push the, these markets up today. The big one is coming tomorrow. Yep. Uh, today we, we do have uh, the 10-year bond auction at 1 p.m. or 101 p.m. Eastern. But like, like you mentioned, Marcus, uh, the biggie is CPI data. It was jobs last week. CPI is the biggie this week, aside from uh, banks reporting earnings Friday morning. Uh, but I, I expect some volatility after we get that 8.30 report tomorrow. Yeah, and honestly, I expect uh, that we might see a surprise to the downside because CPI right now is expected to decrease uh, on a month-over-month -month basis. And I think that's, that's very ambitious here uh, that we are thinking it will decrease and therefore the CPI year-over-year -year going down from 7.1 to 6.5. To be honest, I, I think it is probably more in line that it will be flat and the CPI year over year, I think it will come in at 6.6, 6.7. And this means that there's some disappointment and uh, for the Fed more work to do 
and this will send the markets lower. We will have to see. Marcus, uh, speaking of reactions and volatility, though, I, I saw that uh, Charles Schwab, uh, according to Charles Schwab, last year, the uh, broad market, the S&P 500, saw 1% plus increases or decreases on 120 trading days. That's Those are big, 120 trading days in 2022, getting a a 1% plus increase or decrease that those are some big moves. Uh, the most since, uh, 2008. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not surprised because we're seeing it in the VIX here. I mean, traditionally you have done an analysis on the VIX, the fear gauge it's, it's around 17, but last year it was pretty solidly trading between 20 and 30 going up sometimes to 35 and even 40. And this basically just means volatility, as you said, is here in the markets. Today, and this is the other thing that's a little bit surprising, today, volatility, the VIX, is up, even though the markets are up. And usually there's an inverse correlation, right? That you're, you're right. And so when you see that VIX increasing, that just lets you know that options traders are betting on more volatility, bigger movement taking place. And so uh, especially ahead of CPI data, that, that's uh, you know, getting priced into the market. Um, but so just for reference, I, I, this number to me is crazy because what, 256 trading days on average, is that right? Yeah. So that means that almost every other trading day, the market was up or down 1% plus. For, for anybody who's traded longer than uh, just the beginning of 2022 or since the pandemic, those are some big, big moves. <laughs> For sure, for sure. Anyhow, so the next two days, super exciting. Uh, the CPI coming out and then on Friday, earnings season starts. So on Friday, we have banks kicking off earnings season and also Delta Airlines. And uh, I mean, today there seems to be quite a mess when it comes to airlines. Oh my gosh, the FAA uh, shutting down uh, air travel while they were uh, getting their systems uh, back online. And, and Marcus, um, I think you might have had some uh, uh, firsthand exposure yeah. to it. <laughs> I, I just right now uh, I'm picturing uh, in the, somewhere at the FAA uh, somebody working the graveyard shift with with a with a donut in his hand and, and and the coffee and then somehow spills the coffee in the keyboard and downs <laughs> all the systems. Uh, it seems that it is up and running, but uh, huge delays. Yeah, and. Uh, I was planning to to travel today, so this will be really interesting. Uh, how travel is going today, we shall see. Yeah. Anyhow. What do you think about these bank earnings? What, what do you What do you think we're going to see? I mean, that, that's where, especially J.P. Morgan, right? I mean, their, their CEO is, is super active, and uh, so he already said, "Well, it'll be bad, and the Fed will raise interest rates or should raise interest rates towards six percent." And right now, everybody is expecting five percent. So he is kind of preparing it. And then we also know that Goldman Sachs basically said, "Well, the the whole deals business with mergers and acquisitions has completely dried up. Trading volume has gone down. So they are already laying off 3,200 people. So I, I mean, just getting here a little bit of glimpse. And then this morning also we had news from uh, Wells Fargo, WFC, 
where they said, well, you know what? I think we're a little bit overexposed when it comes to mortgages and uh, they expect uh, some more defaults. So they're scaling back their mortgage business. So, I mean, this week we, we heard already a lot of news from the banks and it seems that they are preparing us for, eh, it won't be good. And so then it's just a matter of what's priced into the market already, right? And if that still shocks traders or if at this point they've kind of deflated the worry balloon, um, and I just pulled up uh, JP Morgan and, and PowerX Optimizer. Just curious. Uh, historically, if we look at the last 12 quarters, they tend to beat. Um, and uh, I, I see that you're going there. Yeah, let's go to the earnings analysis and uh, let's take a look at uh, JP Morgan. Yep. Is this what you were pulling up? Yep. So over the last three years, last 12 quarters, uh, they tend to beat uh, 10 out of 12, uh, 12 times. So that looks pretty good. Um, but the reaction on the seventh day tends to be down, um, although up 12 percent um, the, the last time they reported in October. So, yeah. And that's why we don't like to to trade options into earnings here. So we yep. are staying away from companies that are reporting earnings, uh, but we, we definitely will we'll take a look at our positions here in a moment. But I also just wanted to uh, look at the overall markets. And if you look at the five minute chart of the Mini Nasdaq, we just see uh, it's again very similar to what we had yesterday. See, isn't this like deja vu uh, that we are just diddling around? Uh, we are opening higher, pushing higher, pushing back right now. And let's see if today uh, buyers are still in control as they were yesterday, or if today uh, we see investors are squaring off for their position, selling a little bit ahead of the big two days, because all of the earnings are being reported before the bell on Friday morning. So we have two big events before the bell tomorrow and on Friday. Yeah. What, what's your guess? We finished positive or, or negative? Today uh, we finished positive, but barely. So yeah, uh, and it could be actually it could be something uh, like like we had on Monday where we have the Dow and the S and P finishing negative and the uh, and the Nasdaq positive. So it could be one of these mixed days. That's what I'm That's, thinking. What are what are your thoughts? I was thinking the same. The Nasdaq extends its win streak to four, but not with anything to get excited about and mixed for the others. Yeah, because if you see uh, the Dow is only up 0.1% right now, the S&P is up 0.3% right now, NASDAQ leading the pack, weighing up 0.6%. So right now it seems uh, risk on, but it's only been a few days. And uh, tomorrow and on Friday will set the tone of what we can expect for the next few days. Certainly. Right, let's take a look at our positions. Uh, so uh, DHR, that is where yesterday, uh, last week, I actually sold puts and I was able to buy them back yesterday. So this no longer a position in my portfolio. CTRA, I mean, geez, CTRA has been teasing us this morning, right? It really has. It opened up strong uh, 2536, got as high as 2544. We were getting ready to sell calls. We actually both had orders in the market trying to capitalize on that move higher. Uh, it, it looked like we were going to get some nice premium on it. I know that some of our mastermind members, uh, they decided to go in, get some premium for this Friday and also for next Friday's expiration. Um, but that, that pullback, we were trying to get squeeze out a little bit more than uh, what was available. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, we were both, uh, as we saw it gapping higher, we were looking for 15 cents, which would give us 69% annualized. Uh, at some point when we saw that it was starting to pull back, uh, we lowered it to 10 cents. 
which would still give us 46% annualized for just a few days of trading here. Uh, but um, CTRA decided to do something different and uh, just right now actually uh, from gapping up to being down for the day. So we'll see what happens here. It was close. It was close. I, I still think that we will be able to to sell calls. Uh, see, it tends to gap. It tends that uh, really we might see another gap tomorrow. Let's see. Google, 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 the Googles up today, uh, almost 2% outperforming the market, which is just up at the NASDAQ 0.6%. So Google definitely higher. And I think it's important for Google, can it break above the 91 level? Because it has been kind of trapped here in this 86 to 91 range. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Marcus. It, it's just been sitting there and uh, I, I'd love to see it get back yeah, because once we get through 91, uh, I think we easily get back into 95, 100, uh, and then hopefully beyond. Yeah, let's see. And then NVIDIA, my position in NVIDIA, um, again, my cost basis is at 160, 91. Um, I break even at 137. Uh, on Monday, I sold the 165 calls, and right now I'm making money on the 165 calls. Not yet enough to buy them back because I like to buy them back at 90%, but that might be a possibility or depending on what the markets are doing tomorrow on Friday, a possibility of rolling it into next week and collecting more premium. And I mean, Nvidia has just been good for me in terms of premium. I, I just checked it earlier of uh, where do I stand here with Nvidia. Let me just... Uh, collapse this, uh, but I have uh, collected so far $26,000 in premium. And since I've sold the call, I have another around $1,000 outstanding. So let's see what happens with this one. But uh, that's definitely has been a lot of fun. So these are the three positions that I'm in right now. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Okay, cool. Uh, so we, we, we talked about rolling and uh, especially rolling. This might be something that I'm interested. If so, I will keep you posted. And uh, we did a video on this, on how to roll calls and why we roll calls. So I'll link to it right here. Uh, take a look at this one and then we'll see you again tomorrow morning. Happy trading, everybody.